Good afternoon. This is Aisha with Black Girl from Eugene. Today is Thursday, July 25th. And I just got off the phone with some people in the dance community, <coughs> excuse me, who uh, we've had this uproar of cultural appropriation missteps. And I say missteps because um, the the people who are actually doing this or people who are very cognitive or at least aware of the issues around uh, blackness and the cultural appropriation and, and with within the creative community, uh, the Latina community, and so forth and so on, and are trying to do work to maintain that integrity. And they had a slight little misstep, um, and they took a picture of a woman of color. They were posed as them, um, and although the picture was good, it was obviously inappropriate, but um, that wasn't even the real issue behind it, was that we had some other folks who are uh, here in Eugene, you know, offering classes, dance classes, um, art classes of cultural um, relevance and not being of that culture or being have been taught in that culture for uh, appropriate amount of time, meaning like, you know, go to Colombia for two months and then you dance and you think that you can teach Colombian salsa, that type of inappropriateness. People who are dancers who are like, well, I am a dancer. I can dance. I've been dancing for years. And then they go into uh, West African dancing and say, um, you know, I've done it for two years. I think I can teach it now. We have source artists within the community, both uh, Latino, uh, both you know African. We have Senegalese. We have Ugandan. We have all kinds of cultural uh, source artists here within the community that are not tapped, are not used, are not asked to give their what they would like to share with this community. Instead, we have a particular group, and I'm talking about West African because I am involved directly with that, um, of people who kind of monopolize that situation and then are then the hub for that community, which in that community, um, the majority of them are not black, nor are they uh, African, and um, they seem to be the face for that culture or at least that information for that culture in this community which for people of color is problematic so some people say well why is that problematic at least somebody's doing it someone's bringing it to the culture well the issue is is that there's not that we're not here a lot of people say well the demographic is the issue there's no black folks here there's no african people here i mean where are they in eugene well the issue is, is that we are here um but the word diversity in Eugene is, is, you know, slapped around fast and loose. And a lot of times when you're speaking about diversity, black folks and people of color aren't even really included in those spaces that you say is diverse. And the issue is this. One person doesn't make you diverse. It doesn't make you understand the culture. And it absolutely doesn't make you be able to say, hey, we got that person. We can do this. That's called tokenism. It's also racist, um, and it doesn't give uh, – people who are aware of racist behavior, microaggressions, tokenism, we see that from 500 miles away. Like, black folks who are here, and I'm talking about my space, like me and people that I have spoke to, you know, inclusiveness is what you need to be 
to be striving for, who are tr- people who are trying to provide these spaces. It's inclusiveness. Inclusivity means that there's a reason in a way that we can feel included, not only, not only just in the room, but there is something about this room that has us in it. Like we rep- are represented. And that can't be by you, white folks. It has to be something that's created by us. Or at least if you are going to create that space, at least have the, the you know, artistic director be someone who knows what we're looking for. Because you're not going to get creativity out of this community of color when we don't feel safe here. We're here. There's dancers. There's black dancers. There's Latina dancers. There's uh, Latino dancers. There's, you know, flamenco dancers who are from Spain. There are people who are Portuguese. There's people who, they're out here. We're not going to come and share our creativity when it's monopolized by someone who isn't us. When we're tokenized, it's just not going to happen. Then what happens is, and, and then what happens is you have this really great and easy excuse of like, well, no one's around. But would you go? If, switch, the, switch, the, switch the scenario. If you aren't sure that you're safe in that space. You're not sure if you're going to be tokenized. You're going to be that one person who gave permission for everyone to do it. And then when you look at it, it's not done well. It's the, the corners are cut. The rhythms are changed so that you can fit in and fit the timing. You know, the, the style of the clothing is now it's become fusion, which is none of that to me. I, I enjoy fusion. I enjoy um, uh, looking at people of any color, performing any kind of dance when they've done it well. They have the time, they put in the work, they put in the, the, their teacher has put in the hours with these people and you can see it when they dance. You can see the love, you can see the time, you can see the skill. That's when you can represent something that and say, and that's not yours, especially when you don't claim it as your own. You cannot claim it as your own. You are not a teacher. You know, if you have been dancing three years and, and you, you're still working on fundamentals, Eugene has a problem with moving forward too quickly because we want to be seen as diverse. We want to be seen as inclusive. So we just throw some shit out there and say, this is what it is. And all of us people of color going, oh my God, look, there's, a, there's an African dance class. Let's go. We run over there and we're like, oh shit, this again. Some shit that was thrown out there by somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, who is, you know, just trying to say that they, you know, love African people because they lived in Africa for six months and now they, they learn some dance moves and then they will make a little money off of it. That's appropriation. And it's gross. And, by the way, it takes years and years and years. Any dancer, any artist, any musician musician knows. You get someone who comes in here six months and who can play the blues all the way down to feeling the pain. They didn't learn that in six months. You can, come, you can get up there on stage all you want. But the people who you're trying to represent, and by that gesture, trying to attract, I would hope, a space where this is inclusive, we see the quality and we see the problem. Talk to people. We're out here. We are not here to hold your hand. To help you through learning how to understand black folks. 
We've been here on this earth forever. You know, we've been in this country for I don't even know, 400, 500, 600 years. You can learn about us. You can research what we're interested in. What You can research the culture. I mean, obviously, we're vast and diverse and the breadth of, of our interest goes through all, every level of this planet. But the truth is, is I have to know you better than you know me. And that doesn't make sense. I grew up knowing about you and your culture. We all did. But if you want to be a part of ours or you want to include us or you want to... You want to to uh, use some culture from across the, the waters, you know, get, put the time in. Put the time in. It might not be this year that you get to, to you know, perform. It might, it might be two years, three years. But if you love it and with your true heart, you'd want to give it that respect. I would think. Otherwise, where are you coming from with this? Like I said... When we see people who are trying to understand this appropriation thing, who are trying to understand the plight, who are trying to like get on the right side of what people like to say the right side of history, when people are trying to do that, again, black folks, we don't have to hold your hand, but I want to implore the black folks out there and the people of color, let's give them space to learn and to make mistakes. We don't have to hold their hand, but we do need to give them space. But you got to understand those folks, back to one of my episodes called Allyship, when it gets complicated, you know, it puts us in a position, we have to not be attached to this process for white folks. We are here and we, we recognize when people are doing the work. We recognize a fake person trying to take from us rather than someone who's trying to learn. And we appreciate the people who are learning even when they mess up. Even when they mess up. And that's fine. Because this is a learning process. This is a learning curve. Ain't nothing we can do about that. What we can do is allow space. But people, please understand, it gets, it gets frustrating for folks. It gets frustrating. But don't be scared to ask. Something about Eugene, man. I've been back for two weeks now. Something about Eugene. The, the, the levels of politeness here go into neglect. Like, you can't be, like, this polite... And, and, not, and feel a certain way and not say something very directly about how you're feeling, that's, you're neglecting the, the whole scenario. You're neglecting yourself. You're neglecting the thing you care about. You're neglecting the process. You're neglecting the, the growth. Eugene has some serious bypassing problems. <laughs> Spiritual bypassing, cultural bypassing, you know, gender bypass. I mean, what the fuck? We just bypass. We just buy the fuck past you, everything. And and it's not, I'm not frustrated by it. I know my voice sounds like I'm all worked up because I've been on the phone for like two and a half hours talking about this. And I just like, I got to do a podcast because this is, this is so relevant to what Eugene is all about. Um, so anyway, we got to start, start talking to each other, y'all. Let's talk. Let's say it. You can start it off with, I don't want to offend you if you really feel like this might be offensive. Or you could just say, you know what? I, I don't know what the fuck to do. Could I ask you a question? All black folks, all Latina folks go, oh man, now what? Believe me. But if you say, hey, I got a picture here. Am I going the right way with this? That might be a way to get it started. 
hey, I plan on doing a performance. What do you think about this? You know, and if you don't know any people of color or you don't have friends and you are heavily involved in some cultural anything, you're already on the wrong path. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> you definitely have to have somebody telling you the truth. And in a place like Eugene, where the demographic is so, so tilted, you, if you have someone in that, in that community, you got to reach out. You got to slow yourself down. You got to ask questions. You know, don't be so quick to throw it out on stage. Don't be so quick because you're stopping the people who do know. All the artists out here who are of color, who are looking at these people representing different cultures who are not their own and they're not representing them well. So then all those black artists, all those Latino artists go, I am not about this crowd. This is not where I can share my artistry, my culture. I don't want to be tokenized. They're not going to take my shit and make it look like that. I mean, fusion, just because you, ch- you t- do a couple turns and you call it fusion so that you don't get that appropriation label, we see you. It's the same thing. But I want y'all to know that there are black artists, there are Latino artists, there are Asian artists, there are native artists, there are, we're all out here. If you can't see us, it's because we're not willing to come out because of what we do see, what you're doing with the art. That's an issue. There's got to be space made. There has to be space made. And sometimes that means you might not be involved. You know, that your involvement may be, I created a space. But you know, we're out here. People like me, black girl from Eugene, I'm willing to have those conversations. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on KEPW 97.3 sooner than later, having my podcast, having live conversations, and just like this. Um, with dialogues with other people coming through. So please check me out on the radio. Um, Also, keep checking me out on my podcast. This is the only place I can cuss, which means you're getting the real, real me. When I get on the radio, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to like breathe it out because all my shits and fucks and all that. I mean, you know, because I give no shits and I definitely don't have no fucks to give. I definitely am going to have to... (laughs) recreate how I say things which would be perfectly fine I've been a professional for a very long time Uh, so anyway I super appreciate you guys checking out my podcast I have gotten a lot of new listeners in the last uh, few weeks and had some really great messages and I hope that I can maintain the, the information and hope I can feed your mind just a little bit give you something to think about maybe a different perspective maybe I can get an amen I don't really know, but all I do know is that I super appreciate you guys tuning in, checking me out, and I will definitely be back um, on a regular scheduled basis, although you know me, I'm not promising anything. (laughs) I can't do that. I don't want to lie, but I will be coming back sooner than I have on a regular basis, and as soon as I'm on KEPW, I will absolutely link you guys all in and hopefully have some really good conversations and you guys can call me in my teaching moments and it will be awesome anyway have a great rest of your day have a wonderful week reach out to the people that you know and love reach out to people that you don't know and say hey what's up i don't know you my name is this have a wonderful day you never know 
It could change somebody's mood. It could turn their frown upside down. How can you tell until you try? All right. Talk to y'all later. Peace out.